0: Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to the Arthadian Anthologies podcast, where I, MS Arthadian, dive into the ever-expanding universe I'm developing and the deeper meaning behind it all. As we approach the end of Season 3, the final stretch of this plasmatic night saga will venture into the stories surrounding Drastic Ontav. Mikori X4, and Vir Enzak. In particular, it will focus on the time after Mark 23rd of Ryov before Kyver goes on his fateful mission. So, without further ado, let's dive in. A flurry of blasts ignites an explosion in the eastern channel of Sector 399, craftily sneaking down an alley. Plasmatic night, a quarry X4 hears a platoon of low level thugs emerge from the node chain they have gathered within. Search the perimeter! Find the fucker that thinks it can challenge Crag! A nasally voice echoes down the street corner as following it are dozens of randomized footsteps stomping haphazardly around the vicinity. Akori shakes her head, thinking to herself, This is too easy. As she activates a stealth field and prepares to begin thinning down the numbers, her calm implant begins ringing. She flinches for a second and answers the call. I'm in the middle of something, Kaiva. Can this wait? I need you, Drastic to head to the South Channel right away. Hikori hesitates for a second. Wait. South Channel? Did something happen? Zenti's in trouble. She cut out, but I was able to tap into her codex, and there was a voice on the other end. Carver's voice cracks. Hearing the anxiety causes Hikori to wonder out loud. Who could take down an elite knight? Suddenly, her stealth field informs her it is about to time out. Then two thugs begin searching down the alley she's in. Can you please, Sagori? If not, I'm going down there myself. Kyver pleads. She shakes her head. Yes. I'll head down there right now. Extending her cloak out, she activates its vortex and hovers up to the roof of the building next to her. The two thugs yell out, Hey, we found him! Two shots from Tech Blaster's fire off but miss as Ikori begins leaping from roof to roof, heading to the southern channel. Meanwhile, on the other end of Sector 399, deep into the western channel of the Nexus Chambers, Plasmatic Knight, Drastic on Tav, investigates a node chain ravaged by some kind of advanced malware. The maze network has him shaking due to the strange creatures he's managed to avoid thus far. However, upon reaching the specified coordinates the Overseer gave him, his codex erupts, echoing through the chambers. He quickly answers it, and with fury he whispers, Are you trying to have me eat it alive? I'm sorry. This is urgent. Zenti's been captured, and I need you to help Akori find her. Dresick's tone shifts to a serious one. That's not good. Send me the coordinates and I'll head out right away. Thank you. Kaver hangs up, sending Dresick the coordinates to the southern channel. Before leaving, though, Dresick sets up the malware scanner he received in order to complete his directive. He makes sure to attach the central REN archive info to the scanner so that all information is transferred directly to it while he's away. Then he carefully leaves his place in the Nexus Chambers, to rendezvous at the designated coordinates Kyver sent. took Kokori half the time to get there due to her knowledge of the sector. Upon reaching the coordinates in question, she finds herself at the base of the scrap towers. There are no scrappers in sight. In fact, the place is rather empty. She quietly contacts Kyver back, but he doesn't respond. With a heavy sigh, she tries contacting Drestik, who answers her call. Kikori, good to hear from you. Kyver told me what happened. Are you en route for Azanti's last known position as well? I'm already here, but there's no sign of anyone being here. I tried calling Kyver, but he didn't answer. She carefully begins closing the gap between her and the exact coordinates Kyver sent. I'll try contacting him myself. Stay safe. I'll be there in five minutes. Drastic hangs up the call as Hokori investigates the site. She switches on the thermal optic enhancement scanning the surrounding area for any heat signatures. There are none in a 30-foot radius. However, the ground near the exact coordinates has an ionic current still flowing on metallic ground. Following the current, it extends closer to the base of the scrap tower, but ends abruptly, approximately 15 feet from the starting point. Hikori records her finding in her codex, then turns toward the scrap tower before Dressit calls out, Hikori. He steps out from behind the scrap post and enters the area. Garro didn't respond to me either. Ikori glances down at the current. This is so strange. She trembles. It has an Igima signature all over it. Now, Ikori, let's try to keep focused. Jurassic gently places a palm on her shoulder, consoling her as she closes her eyes and clenches her fists. Right. Did you find anything of significance? She nods and directs his sight toward the electrically charged metallic ground. Kneeling down, his left palm hovers above it. This was definitely a plasmatic ability of some kind. Yes, but it ends so abruptly. Usually, the kinetic rush extends out to disparate patches when lining any metallic surface. She explains, causing drastic to examine the cut-off point. Perhaps Zentimora. Being an elite knows a way to control such an effect? Akori shakes her head in opposition. That can't be it. If she was ambushed, don't you think she wouldn't take the time to control herself in such a way? Drastic rubs his chin in contemplation. I suppose you're right. Damn. Kyver is the more perceptive one out of us. Should we try contacting him one more time? As he says this, Akori's codex sounds off. She pulls it out. Speaking of him, she answers through holovid. Everything alright? She asks before, seeing who appears on the hollow. It is none other than Vir Ensok. The two of them are in shock when he answers. Akori, Drastic, please excuse this interruption and return to the tower at once. Confusion rattling their minds, Drastic questions them. Sir, are you sure? I left the malware scanner in the node chain, but didn't get a chance to examine the specific nodes. Yes, and I didn't even get a chance to enter my eastern chain. Ikori chimes in, but your ENSOC sets this aside. Please, drastic. we have the scans transmitted into our systems, and Akori, we need to run some tests on you as soon as possible. We didn't realize how dangerous it truly is down there especially for you. He explains further, but none of it makes any sense to the two of them. Please, return now. That's an order. They both nod as Vir Enzok hangs up. Looking at each other, they can sense the tension rising in this mission as they make their way back to Vo'aro. Akori guides Drastic out of the sector, out of the pretermint, back to sector one, so that they may take the pillar transport to the harbor. After two hours of travel, they finally arrived back at the Rin Tower in Voaro. During the trip back, they shared their hypotheses about what could have happened. The best they came up with is that the Mythmakers captured Zentimora, which foiled the entire mission due to the Elite Knight being caught. And since Hikori has a past with Enigma and the Mythmakers, She is in more danger now that they are somewhat aware of Plasmatic Knights being in their midst. The only questions are, what happened to Kyver? Why give up on finding Elite Knight Zentimora? And what did the malware scanner pick up from Jacek's planting of the device? Once reaching the first level of the Rin Tower, Drastic and Okori approach the central lift while several sparring matches are ongoing. This does not distract them from returning to the 16th level. The sounds of the routine matches only deepen their focus as the lift rises to level 16. And once halting, they step off in unison and march down the hall, reaching Their directive chamber. As the chamber door slides open, they see inside is Kyver sitting in the corner with his head down, while Veer Enzok stands before them, checking the center console. Kyver doesn't flinch, but Veer Enzok looks to the two of them. Good. Thank you for returning back, Dressick. You are relieved of this directive. You may return to your training and any other missions the Masters may have for you." Utterly stunned by this turn of events, Jester glances between the Veer and Kyver. Hesitantly, he steps forward and presses on his superior. "'Apologies, sir, but this is all extremely concerning. As far as we know, an elite knight just got captured and by a powerful crime syndicate we just came from that site.' Now you're saying I'm relieved of this mission? Can I at least ask what the scans I retrieved say? Veer Enzox sighs, standing before them, and shakes his head again. I'm sorry. This information cannot be shared to prevent panic and a potential conflict. I hope you'll understand. We do not take this lightly. And Zentimora. Knew the risk she was getting herself into. Hearing this, Kyra's head lifts with a great anger in his eyes. He abruptly stands and swiftly leaves the chamber. Another sigh erupts from Fear Enzok. All I can say is that plans are in motion to fix all of this. Right now, though, we cannot risk any more plasmatic knights down in the procurement. He then shifts his sight onto Hakori. Knight Akori, if you wouldn't mind, please report to the medbay on level 28. I will be there shortly. Even more confusion rattles them. Um, sir, I'm completely fine. I wasn't... Vir Enzok lifts his hand, silencing her. All of this is for a good reason. Now please, report to the medbay. She hesitantly nods, her eyes veering towards Drastic as she exits the chamber, with him following suit, until his superior stops him. One last thing before you go, Knight on Tav. They both stop, but Drastic motions for her to continue without him. Her quarry, still being hesitant, slowly exits as Justic turns back to face the Veer. Standing at attention, Justic waits to hear Veer Enzok's final remarks before he is relieved of his mission. Instead, Drastic, I have an important assignment for you. It involves Knight Kaivachamirn. Dressik's eyebrow raises. Sir? You are aware that Kyver was close to Elite Knight Zentimora, correct? To an extent, although Kyver doesn't like to share much. Your nods and stares at Dressik closely. This new mission I am to give you is to be held under extreme confidentiality. You are not to share it with anyone other than myself, and Master Forger Vadian Sor. Are we clear? Drustic doesn't hesitate to nod due to his curiosity in this assignment. The reason I ask if you are aware of Kyver's relationship with the Elite Knight is due to the fact that we are aware he will stop at nothing to get her back. Even when I tell him that we have a team on her retrieval He does not trust us We are the ones that sent her to get captured Jacek's body shifts Astonished as to what he just heard Meanwhile, Hikori makes it to the Medbay on level twenty eight as a Taunus Prime Sinite steps forward to greet her. Fronite Hikori X4 That is me. Welcome, I am the Sinite Terai Uran. Verenzak informed me that you are needing a checkup. Terai gently leads Hikori onto one of the hover beds locked into the wall. Yeah. And I am not sure why it's necessary, but who am I to argue with him? She makes Terai laugh as she starts up the hoverbed scanners. Analyzing Terai's laugh, Ikori can't help but feel the Sinite isn't aware of why she is receiving this checkup either. Have you received any odd directives as of late? Ikori questions her. Terai looks between her and the monitor as the scans reach 70% completion. Aside from this one, no. But then again, I'm typically working here at every mark, fixing paralysis injuries. I don't... A sudden alert appears on the screen as Terai examines it. That's odd. What is it? Akori asks. Do you feel... Warm? Well, more anxious, but yeah, I would say it's a little warmer than usual. Akori answers. Let me check one... One thing. Watching Terai's reaction, Cory can see the concern in her eyes, like she knows what's going on. Um, is everything alright? Her impatience escalates as Terai is trying to make sense of the issue she's having. Please, give me a m- one moment. Terai says as she abruptly leaves her side, Cory's heart begins racing faster. As she attempts to eavesdrop on Terai, as she makes a holocall. Upon her approach, she overhears Terai say, it's, uh, "It's just as you said, sir, but I don't know how to treat this." Unable to hear the other side of the call, Cory assumes she's talking to Virenzok. Are you sure? Cory runs through the possibilities of what they could be talking about, and then, I don't think I can tell her that. Closing her eyes, Hikori heads back to the hoverbed and tries to relax, but as soon as Terai returns, she can see the anxiety swelling up inside her. With a huge gulp, Terai's voice trembles. Ikori. I'm sorry, but... Vir Enzok wants me to inform you that on your latest mission... You contracted a deadly virus. Contagious to only biologically enhanced creatures. So far, there is no cure. I thank you for listening to this entry. Next week. We will continue with this story as it brings together the missing pieces to Kyver's. Also, if you wish to read Kyver's continuation, be sure to subscribe to the Story Letter Substack as Winston and I prepare for a collaboration. If you are just now joining the Anthology, check out ArthadianAnthologies.com for more content that expands this new expanding universe. You can also support the creation of this podcast by donating through the link found in the description of this episode. Until next time, travelers, be safe, stay safe, and if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power.